Welcome to Thomasville Insights with the City of Thomasville. On the podcast, we'll talk to experts on everything from Thomasville history and events to daily operations and city business, all while having some fun in the process. We're your hosts, Austin Reams and Christy Owens. Welcome to Thomasville Insights with the City of Thomasville. I think this is episode four for 2023. Um, we're back again today. I have Austin Reams with me helping with co-hosting duties. Austin, always good to, to have you on the show and, and helping out and bringing all your expertise to our podcast. Yeah, I don't think anybody's ever said that about my skill set before, <laughs> so I'm really happy to hear that. Christy, uh, happy to be here and uh, happy to have Eve Geyer with us. Uh, she is the engineering process. Well, there we go. Speaking of expertise, engineering, <laughs> project manager, and uh, really glad to have you here, Eve. And, and we're going to talk about women in leadership. And there's a lot of great uh, leadership roles um, that women have in our organization. And, and we're really proud of that and proud to have you here today. Thank you for having me, Austin and Christy. Well, first of all, just tell us your position with the city of Thomasville, um, because uh, engineering project manager is hard for me to say. But uh, tell us about that and tell us what you do. Well, I'm actually uh, a project management. I work in the engineering department. And so, you know, each department has a skill set, and I help bring those together to, to bring a project to fruition, whether it's a major streetscape project or maybe we're looking to do a project. And so I get to work with a bunch of different people and a bunch of different skill sets, you know, so we all cross the finish line with the same objective and meet the citizen's expectation as, as well as, um, you know, the own that we set for ourselves. I would imagine that probably most every project going on within the city goes through the engineering department. So are you pretty much managing, you know, making sure that everything is on track to finish on schedule? Are you managing all the contracts involved with whatever that project is? So I manage a lot of the contracts, um, but for instance, so the engineering department has licensed engineers. So they would specifically look at the engineering aspect of it. The water department, you know, has ha, does um, has a skill set to install new water mains, um, you, you know, new services for people, and so they bring that to the project. But but yes, I look at the contracts. In the engineering department, we do the contract management for any type of public works, um, type of works, so, you know, public works, meaning infrastructure with our underground or to our buildings. Yeah, and just give us a quick sample. Like uh, I know um, you don't have to take, uh, maybe you can take an older project, maybe the West Jackson project or uh, current project is going to be Remington for a while now. Like uh, give me a, just a very quick overview of like, you know, synopsis of what that looks like on a major project, say West Jackson Street. So West Jackson Street. So from high level, you look at, okay, where's this project located? Who is it going to impact? So those major stakeholders, how do, so you look at the communication of it, what needs to be communicated, how it needs to be communicated. So business owners, right? Business owners, it could be other stakeholders like our council members, um, there might be a particular council member um, that wants information at certain times or you present it during committee meetings at certain times to, to keep people updated. So there's communication internally and then externally, as well as um, identifying all the different things that have to go on 
for that streetscape in terms of requirements? Do we have to, so we have to make sure that the stormwater flows the right way. We have to make sure that the road is wide enough for, for cars to get down it. We have to make sure that the area is safe for pedestrians. So those type of requirements, each department has a skill set that they can bring to that from, you know, the planning department to the engineering department to the public works department, because at the end, who do projects get turned over to, to maintain? Public works, Stephen Stewart's group. So it's important that all, they, you know, contribute to what is happening with that project, what makes sense to them, can they maintain it? And, and with the streetscape, for instance, um, you know, downtown and Main Street, we're looking to, to enhance some things so that they can have more um, activities down there. So we added some additional outlets um, along, along West Jackson, and, you know, we were able to get lights in the trees. So, you know, everyone has um, their thoughts and contributions to a project. And then, you know, you got to go back and balance, like, can we do everything? Do we have the budget? What makes sense? Yeah. Um, what are the grant requirements? Are there any grant requirements states, that like we that. could have for this? Um, so that goes all into kind of upfront planning and, and thinking about that. Um, and then the construction is just, it, not, not just, but it's bringing all of that to fruition um, in a timely manner. And, and, and uh, also, again, all of those different departments working together to make sure that it's built how we said we wanted to build it. And for, for our audience, I mean, those details are huge, too. You, you don't want to do a, a bunch of things under, you know, we have a lot of underground utilities. You don't want to do a bunch of underground, you know, uh, if you pave over it, then you've got to bust up the pavement. Correct. Everything's mm -hmm. got to be done at the right time and the right order. That's right. Because you may cut a phone line. You may cut fiber. You may, yeah. you know, break a water main. There's all this stuff that's, And it know, takes time. It takes time. It takes some time, you know, like construction workers, you know, measure, measure twice, cut once. Yeah. 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 I mean, you t you know, you got to take your time and do it right. Yeah, and it's and it takes time. Yeah, it's obvious. You know, just this little bit. We've just started talking to you that your job. You are involved with a lot of different departments within the city. You know, not only managing uh, or helping to manage the project, but you know, working with marketing and the component of we were talking about West Jackson Streetscape, helping the community understand what exactly is going on down here. These shops are still open. How do we market that? Let people know that, you know, you can still come to a certain area and shop or dine or whatever while the project's going on. So a lot of different components that go in with these different projects, you know, throughout the city and, and people don't realize how much time it does take from mm -hmm. start to finish of the project. You know, we may announce that we're getting ready to start on a project, but, you know, it, it still may be six months out before you actually see work on the ground, right. um, getting things ready. So before you came to the city, um, and started working with us. Tell us a little bit about maybe what your background was before before you came here to Thomasville. So my background was mostly in the Army. I spent 11 years in the Army at different leadership roles. Um, I, my first job was, um, the well, uh, my first, I guess, tactical job was tactical satellite position, and I got to work with a crew of 15 to make sure major communications in the Pacific were... Um, were done correctly for the 25th Infantry um, Division. And then my last date, so after I got out, I did, I worked as a defense contractor and uh, worked for the Army kind of communications group. 
That's neat. That was, yeah. Well, um, you know, this is a, uh, women in leadership month and, uh, you're definitely going to get with that military background and, and going to West Point. Um, you know, you, tell me some about some of the leadership training that you have and how you've been able to apply that here at, for the city of Thomasville. Well, you know, West Point's major goal is to produce leaders of character. And so I think all the military academies do a really great job of that. Um, they, uh, they, offer you tools, but not only that, you get to use those tools in a lot of different scenarios. So it's, it's one thing to, you know, know like, oh, I need to be honest. Well then, or I know I have to have integrity. I need to uh, enable my subordinates to do their job well. And, you know, it's another thing though, to apply it. And so, you know, that's what I was able to get being at West Point and being in the, in the military is, lots and lots of opportunities to um, use my my tools and you know perform the best I can and, and leading my organizations and enabling my subordinates to to do a great job because you know just just like at the city everyone has their skill set and you want to bring the best out of, of everyone to do that mm-hmm. and so that's what that's what I got to do in the, uh, at West Point in the Army. Was it difficult for you to transition, getting out of the military, moving into more of a civilian lifestyle? Was that a hard transition for you to make? Um, no, I thought it would be um, because, um, you know, ultimately in the military, rank has its privileges. So, you know, you have to listen to me if I outrank you. Well, that's not the case. You know, That's not going to be the case here. So... You know, so that had to, you know, be pushed aside. Um, but I didn't find it that difficult because I brought a lot of skills and knowledge. And um, and so, you know, there's people that will just automatically, you know, call, not automatically, but they'll look to me for to answer questions, you know, because I've demonstrated, you know, leadership capability. So it's not the rank anymore. It's it's really my skill set um, that that makes me a leader more. And so what's nice about that is really anyone can do that. You don't have to be in a certain position. Yeah, that's what it's funny. I tell my children that have been involved in some different things. Maybe they're working at a a camp during the summer and they're going to be in charge of some younger children. And, you know, they get really excited and think, well, I'm going to get to tell them, you know, everything they need to do. I want to be in charge. And it's (laughs) like, well, you may think you're in charge and you can tell someone what to do, but Mm -hmm. they're not necessarily going to listen to you. So I can understand you're talking about the military part of it. If, If someone, you know, outranks you, yes, you have to listen to them. But when you get out and, you know, out of that, world, you know, just because you're a leader in your position, you really have to prove that you're a leader, not just, you know, because of title only, but in your actions, you know, you know, have to follow that up as well. Yes. Well, just uh, kind of closing up, the, I know uh, Christy's going to wind it up, but um, just close up, give me your thoughts on on women in leadership and the, the opportunities you've had for the city. And just, I mean, of course, just um, as a member of the organization, I, I've seen you um, just have a leadership role, but give me your thoughts on that. Just, just women and leadership in general. Well, I think what's great about being in America, period, is that there are these opportunities, and really it's up to you um, if, if you want to pursue them. Um, so I think Women's History Month is a great month where, you know, women are celebrated for their contributions 
to America. And I think that, you know, if that is something you want to do, you know, go do it. Um, you know, there, we have lots of kind of catchphrases, like if you don't get in the ring, you know, you know, you're never going to, you got to get to the ring. Um, it's okay to fail. Um, interesting thing my daughter told me one time was um, she's at the Air Force Academy and, and she kind of felt like some people aren't comfortable being uncomfortable and it's okay to be uncomfortable. It's okay to put yourself out there. Um, you know, it's okay to, to fail. You got to get up. So, you know, just go do what you, you know, want to do. Um, Becoming a leader, you know, there's certain characteristics that, you know, most leaders have. It's integrity, honesty. Um, some people have charisma, but it's really about building relationships. And so if you are good at building relationships, you can, you know, you can really, I think, go far. Um, and, you know, you can enable other people around you to do the best job that they can, whether it's for you or for a mission or um a goal or vision of your organization. Yeah. I think that's one great thing. Last year when we kicked off this Women in Leadership campaign and then we decided to do it again this year, I think one thing that we learned from it or that we, we I felt like we got out of it um, doing these interviews and learning about different um, women within our organization is about the relationships and, you know, I think this campaign gives us an opportunity to maybe for our customers that are on the phone talking to someone that they've never met in person, but they've built a relationship over the phone. Maybe, if, you know, us spotlighting some of these women throughout this month, it gives them an opportunity to put a face with a name and and um, certainly learn something more about about different um, Team Thomasville employees that we have. So we certainly appreciate you, Eve, being on the show with us today. We know we sort of just kind of touched the iceberg a little bit because you have a, a, a great background and I enjoyed um, the bio and, and reading about you. And we certainly know each other through our children and, um, and, and you get to know each other, you know, through, through your children a lot of the times. But when you actually get to develop a relationship with people at work and, and you find out all the great things they've done in their career, it just sort of adds a new dimension to it. And it's nice to develop those relationships even deeper. So we certainly appreciate you being here with us today. Um, before we close out, just a couple of, of announcements for the month. Again, we will be featuring other women throughout Team Thomasville for the rest of this month um, on our radio show, on this podcast, on social media. So tune in and, and pay attention to those um, channels that we have so that you can learn more about um, our great Team Thomasville family. We've also recently kicked off our first Friday concerts for the year. Um, look for those each uh, first Friday of the month through December. We do take the month of July off, but we do have those events the first Friday of every month. And also, you know, just a couple of weeks away, we do have our Rose Show and Festival. That will be April the 28th and the 29th. If you want to find out more about that celebration, just visit thomasvillega.com for additional information. All right. Well, uh, thank you guys. Thanks to our audience for tuning in. And again, thanks, Eve. And uh, thank you guys for joining us. And uh, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on your favorite listing app. And we'll see you uh, in a little bit next, a little bit later on in the month. We'll talk to you again. Thanks, guys. You've been listening to Thomasville Insights with the City of Thomasville. The show is produced by Christy Owens. The editor and sound technician is Austin Reams. The show's music is by Pond5.com and Envato Elements. To learn more about the City of Thomasville, visit thomasville.org or follow us on Facebook. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on your favorite listening app so you won't miss an episode. 
Thank you for listening. 